All right, everybody, welcome back to the Millennial Sales Podcast. Your host, Tommy Tahoe, in the house. Tuesday, February 7th, one week from Valentine's Day. How are you? Uh, before we get to today's content, let's give a quick but great shout out to our lovely sponsors. First up, uh, Zappos, <clears throat> e-commerce shoe shoppers know of Zappos.com, but many don't know about Zappos's fastest and largest growth engine, their B2B program called Zappos at Work. Zappos at Work is a unique B2B2C program that provides high-quality safety footwear, apparel, and uniform solutions for a range of industries and Fortune 100 companies, including Delta Airlines, Chewy, Amazon, and Blue Origin. They're growing, and they are hiring sales directors, managers, and BDRs to take them to the next level. Um, Zappos at Work's solution keeps employees safe and compliant at work while helping employers improve their company's culture through innovative customer-driven footwear solutions. If this sounds interesting, uh, I know the woman hiring. Her name's Christy Hauser. She's great. I can make an intro to you. You can also email Zappos at work at Zappos.com. That's Zappos, Z-A-P-P-O-S-A-T-W-O-R-K at Zappos.com. Um, so either DM me on LinkedIn or uh, email that or look up Christy Hauser on LinkedIn and you can uh, apply there. This episode is also brought to you by The Revenue Lab. That is the six-week boot camp that me and my friend Anthony Natoli are running. We're helping you build seven figures of pipeline in six weeks. Uh, we are just wrapping up our first cohort today uh, and gotten amazing responses from everyone. Uh, and we're kicking off our next session uh, our next cohort actually next Tuesday, so a week from today. So if you're interested, um, you could definitely check us out. Uh, we're doing live sessions. So there's there's three calls every single week. We do a classroom session where we tell you everything that you need to know about prospecting. We do a uh, office hours where you can come and bring your actual questions about your cold calls, your emails, everything that's going on in your day-to-day, -day, and we'll answer them for you. There are There is a weekly call of a Q&A with someone with a sales legend for an hour every week. So we've had people like Justin Welsh, Ian Cognac, Sam McKenna, uh, and many others join us. Uh, and then we also have a live Slack group that's popping off uh, every day. So uh, check us out. You could hit up my LinkedIn page as well, Tom Alemo, uh, to learn more about that. We'd love to see you there. And I'm happy to answer questions in the DMs. Okay. Breath. Let's talk. Um the the so I I put out a a LinkedIn post a couple weeks ago that kind of popped off. Uh, it said uh, I'll, I'll read it because it's only three lines. It says to the leaders who all caps actually ask how you're doing in a one on one. You know, like you, the person, the human being. I salute you with a wave emoji. That is all. Um, and it got nearly a thousand responses, likes, and comments uh, in about 26 words. So that's a pretty big ratio of, of, of attraction to words, which uh, made me think that it, it, it hit, it resonated with a lot of people and it kind of it hit on a nerve for some people. Um, and so let's talk about that. Um, I find that most sales one-on-ones are a massive waste of time. Not all of them, but many. And I've been in, trust me, I've been in my fair share. And I've, I know, I talk to salespeople all the time. So I know what's going on out there. Um, 
Maybe it's, you know, mind numbing questions about deals that makes it feel like deja vu every Monday. Maybe uh, I'm allergic to uh, Zoom calls, which could be true. Um, I, I don't I don't love them, um, but I don't think I'm alone. And, um, you know, I think what is was interesting to me and you know what? I'm, I'm actually going to go a little bit uh, off off kilter in a second because I, I actually got I put this out in my newsletter yesterday and I got a really lengthy response email from someone that resonated with this and shared their opinion. So I'm not going to share names or companies or anything like that. But I, I do think uh, her story is is pretty interesting. Um, but let's just think about this. Like reps wish their manager cared. Um, and, you know, it's it's very possible that if you're a manager and you're listening to this, that every rep on your team is going through an intense personal moment in their lives, right? Uh, it could be heartbreak. It could be a sick family member. It could be, be becoming a first-time parent. They just fell in love. They just bought their dream house. They're they're spiraling in debt. They just got out of debt. Like all of these things, you know, if you have reps, especially, you know, in all phases of life, but I'll speak to the, to the reps that are in their 20s and 30s because that's what I know. That's my life. And at any given point, if I look back on the last like five to 10 years, there was something crazy happening almost at all times in the high or the low Um, and not even crazy, but just substantial. So much happens in those years. So it's really hard to think about that. It's really hard to do that, go through those experiences and not let that affect your work. It's really hard to get go through a breakup and then show up the next day for work. It's also equally, uh, you know, apparent that when there's something that is going on in your life that's that's particularly motivating, that you might actually perform better. So um, let me just bring you through two two scenarios. If someone has a, if someone uh, goes through a a big breakup with someone, right? Um, in the next on a Sunday, and the next day is Monday. It's like fuck, I got to go to work. Uh, they're not going to be the, their best, the best version of themselves. They're not going to be as patient. They probably didn't sleep very well. Their mind is distracted, uh, so on and so forth. They might be anxious, whatever it might be. Um, and to expect the same level of work out of that person that day and that week than they did in the prior days and weeks is not realistic. And it's not going to happen. So we can debate on what your expectations can or can't be. Um, that's not the, the topic of, of today's podcast um, because I'm just telling you the reality. That person's not going to be as productive, you know, 99 out of 100 times. So um, the, the thing that's going to make it worse is if you don't know that and you can make it worse as a leader by you know being an asshole uh, or even an unintentional asshole by being, you know, uh, not sensitive to what's going on because you didn't know, because you didn't ask. On the reverse side, Let's say someone's working through a bunch of student loans. And I know I could tell you a dozen people off the top of my head that I know personally that have had some form of loan or debt or financial obligation that are in sales and use that for motivation and fucking crush their number that year. Like I'm talking 200, 300, 400% to goal, making hundreds of thousands of dollars because they had a huge uh, goal uh, that they had a fire under their ass because of of something that was going on in their personal life. So 
if I know that as a manager, maybe I know I can push a little harder. Maybe I know we can like really get in there and like let's let's really bake this out because if I have a rep that goes 200%, that's great for me, obviously. So the only way to know both of those things is to ask, right? The status quo is not. The status quo is you get on your one-on-one and how, how was your weekend? Oh, it was good. How was yours? It was good. Okay, let's spend the next 29 minutes and 48 seconds talking about deals. Um, and that's just not, and there's some, there's, there's certainly a time and place for talking about deals. Don't get me wrong, but you've got to, you've got to know it's great leaders know what's going on in the clubhouse. They know where, where everyone's at because they've earned the right and they've earned the trust of their team so that they can lead more effectively. Um, and it's very possible that, you know, for a certain quarter, that heartbreak person, they might be at 70% for their numbers and their energy. And you might not get them to 100, and that's okay. Because you might have the other person on the other side that's really motivated and picking up the slack and going to get 150%. And so that's going to ebb and flow. And and obviously you have certain people that are more prone to be top performers uh, versus others. But you're you're playing this, there's this equation, you're playing with this whole this whole game um, to to make sure that you're in line and make sure that you're you're getting your team to where they need to get to. So um, one of my life rules is that I cannot complain without providing a possible solution. So I'm going to offer that in a second. But before I do that, I mentioned a rep that emailed me. Um, I'm not going to mention her name. I'm not going to mention her company. But uh, yeah, I pretty much wrote everything that I just said in my newsletter. There's my plug for the free newsletter. Um, but I got a response last night from a rep. So I'm going to read it word for word, except for the points that um, where they mention names and stuff like that. Um, so I, I wrote that email and she said, 100%, Tom, I would say my most impactful manager to date was blank. He would ask the standard, how are you doing in our one-on-ones? But things only became interesting when I opened up, dot, dot, dot. Fact is, most people will just respond good when asked this basic question. One day, I was shook after a bump in with my ex the night before. I had a one-on-one and he asked, how you doing? And instead of glossing over, I told him exactly how I was feeling. And he responded in kind. He showed empathy. He asked questions. He opened up with his experience as someone that was 10 years my senior, ultimately giving some useful advice. I found myself a lot more willing to open up thereafter. I spoke about a lot of things broader than the company and that were personal to me, my goals, my ambitions across my business and my personal life. That is part of the reason why I'm still working at this company. Anyways, I love your work. Congrats on moving full-time into the business and it's very inspiring. So I know this person and I know this person is a top performer. And so when she took that chance that one day where she didn't just say, I'm doing good and actually opened up. If her leader did not take that opportunity with a full intention, he might have lost her. He might have lost a top performer. She might have checked out. She might have gone elsewhere. So I don't like to complain without a without a solution in place or a proposed solution in place. And so my one for my manager, I have one for managers and one for reps, depending on who's listening to this. If you're a manager, do two things, three things. Number one, 
just open up your calls. Ask about how people are doing. Your one-on-ones. Take five minutes each session. That's not a big ask. Number two, take one session a month and make that the full agenda. Let's talk about you. What's going on in your world? And how we can work towards that. Like, tell me about like what what are we trying to get to? How are you doing? It's going to help me to better lead you and better serve you. And if you if your people trust you, they'll tell you. If they don't, they won't. And that's a whole nother problem for you. And the third is when they actually do tell you how they're really doing, don't gloss over it. Just like this person said, respond in kind, show empathy, ask questions, open up to your own experience, and then ultimately give some useful advice. That's how you're going to earn the trust. I know, I could tell you right now, I won't say it, but I know the leaders that I've worked for that saw me as a number, that saw me as a part of an equation. I know the ones that cared about my hopes and dreams and goals. I know it. And I were, I'll tell you how, how much, I, I worked a lot harder for those people that I knew gave a shit about me and where I wanted to get to in my life. So you're being selfish by being selfless as a leader in that case. For my reps... Most of this podcast so far has been talking about how shitty your manager is, but it's not just on them. Uh, You've got to take a step. So my advice to you, my solution to you would be that sometimes you've got to take the first step. So you might need to go out on a little bit of a limb and see, maybe not expose everything, maybe not expose your deepest, darkest secrets to, to your manager, but Maybe you say a little something. Maybe you start to etch into that territory of how you're doing, how you're feeling, where you're at, and see how they respond. And if they respond well, great. You can unravel the next round, peel back the next layer, and get deeper with them. And it might uh, completely change your experience at work in the positive. But if they don't respond well, then you kind of know where you stand. And you know it might be worth considering, hey, Is there another team that maybe I can be working for? Um, Is there another leader that might be a better fit? Is there another company maybe that might be a better fit? Uh, I'm wary to suggest that uh, given where we are in the economy, but it's it's a really important part of work. It's going to help you to do your best work. And so uh, the deeper relationship that you can have in this regard with your leader, the more impactful it will be. So um, like I said, y'all, most one-on-ones suck. I'm hoping that if you're a manager... Or if you're a rep, that uh, one, that this resonates, and two, that you know we can all take accountability, we can all take ownership and see how we can uh, make an impact, make it, make a change. So that's what I've got for today. Um, I'd have, I'd love for you to come check out what I got going on. I'm posting multiple times a day on LinkedIn, Tom Alamo. Uh, I'm putting all of these on Spotify and Apple, uh, Millennial Sales. And I'm posting uh, everything on YouTube. I'm about to go a little more ham on YouTube. TA Sales is the channel. It's the name of my training consulting company. So I got a lot of shit going on. Come show some love. Come check it out. Leave a review if you enjoyed this pod. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. Peace.